Abed and all hope, listeners. You're listening to Radio Grognard, the OSR podcast about stuff, with your host, Glenn Hallstrom. Hi, folks. Old Man Grognard here. Happy Saturday. Hope you're all doing well. I'm in a rather chipper mood. Can't understand why, but hey, it's the beginning of the weekend, you know? And I was listening. Thank goodness for Tinker, Tinker's Tavern Chat. Thank goodness for Tavern Chat. Shout out to Eric Tinkar. Because a lot of times, sometimes when I can't get an idea for, for an episode, he puts it in my head. I don't like to, I don't th- think I'm ripping him off or anything. I just, he makes my brain start working, you know? And it's usually probably like the same topic, but I try to put my own spin on it. So you, maybe you can get a little more inf- a little more information that way. And he did a show recently about all that stuff we don't use, or people, most player, players, GMs, whatever, don't use in the game. And he talked about things like spell components. For D and this is mostly about D and D. This is about spell components and partial shield use and things like that. And he wondered why that most retro clones and simulcrums of games don't have that. And his conclusion was, and he's not wrong. His conclusion was we weren't using it when we first started anyway, so they just dropped it. Well, I called him i left a message so i wanted to also say my alternate view is the fact that most clones out there most of them are based on basic D and not advanced because the, all this stuff really came to be in advanced dungeons and dragons first edition things like things like segment uh casting times and material components and and the shield use, as I mentioned, and my favorite to hate on weapon speed. I think it was in one. Of, yeah, it was one. Of, and so, if they're basing it off basic D and D, it's not going to be there anyway. When I let's let, let's take a comparison. When I first I started thinking about this when I first started gaming, as opposed to the way I game now, because when you when you game for a certain amount of time, especially if you game master for a certain amount of time, your your technique is going to go through quite a few revisions before you settle in on, okay, this is the way I want to play this game. And a lot of it is house rules and throwing stuff out. Or maybe you see something you might want to add. Who knows? But it's it's a it's a gradual process. It's a, it GMing is a process of refinement, like anything else in the world. You know, practice, practice, practice. You get better with practice. You understand what you like and what you don't like by doing it, and just keep doing it because it, that's that's the only way. One, you'll learn, and two, you'll find out what you like and you don't like, and you're your players are going to either like it or not like it. And maybe they're not, maybe your game is not for them. Who knows? But 
you know, you start throwing things in, throwing things out, and that's the way it goes. When I first started, we actually use things like spell components. We actually actually write those things down on our character sheet. It was a tedious process. It was getting your equipment when you first start. Because this was before any idea I had of, like, adventures packs and things like that. You know, the basics. And... So, getting my equipment, and if I was playing a spellcaster, if I had a material components, it's like, oh my gosh. And you had, you know, you had to do the bookkeeping on it, too. Gold in, gold out, you know? So, it just, that, and keep track of experience and other things like that, I threw it out. I, I got rid of it. Casting times is the other thing that we got, that I got rid of. Because, ca to me, casting times... For the larger spells, I can understand. If you have to do anything kind of like ritualistic magic or anything, I can understand. But casting times, to me, get in the way of the game. It just gets... If you're fast and furious in combat... Uh, it, it, it actually, you know, let me, let me backtrack a little on that. What I mean is, it could be good in certain situations. If you're used to playing like that, if you want a more something that feels a little more realistic, then you have these things like material components and casting time. Casting times are always my bugaboo. That's so I'm kind of I'm I'm against them. But and the material semantic and verbal components of a spell, that really didn't didn't really affect things unless I wouldn't again, if you make it part of the plot. If your enemy can actually tie you up where you can't move your hands or gag you where you can't talk, that's a problem. That's the only time these things would come into play. It's kind of like the weather, you know. I never pay attention to what type of weather there is out there unless it's pertinent to the plot. I'm not going to go willy-nilly, well, not willy-nilly, but I'm, I'm not going to look up a chart saying, okay, for this game year, this is the, you know, you're in the fall, and it's starting to get kind of cold and blah, 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 blah. And it also depends on the, where you are on the terrain. If you're doing, if you're going up north to hunt something, okay, fine, it's going to be snow, you know? You're going down, near, going down south to do whatever adventuring, it's going to be hot. That's going to be a problem, too. Uh, so that's the only time it's, it, to me, it's all plot relevant. Whatever I do is plot relevant. If there is such a thing, if I'm running a mod, okay, if I'm running a module that has maybe, oh, I don't know, just, there's a certain thing in there. Say the, say they're, oh, take the old tunnels and trolls, say the, you're, you're, you're adventuring in the middle of a volcano, which is one of the. Deluxe Tunnels and Trolls, it's the sample game, sample module. And you're in the volcano, and then you have to make like an, a check every hour to not be struck down by the heat and stuff. Okay, that's a game, that's a story thing. That's a module thing. They put that in there for a reason, to highlight how hard it is and how hot and humid it is down there. Or I believe they take a potion and it lasts for so many hours. So you have to get in, do your thing, get out in within that time period. Otherwise, you're going to have a real problem. So yes, that's story related. I can handle that. But on the whole, when I'm running things, if I'm doing a sandbox or something like that, there are just certain things like that. I just don't. 
I don't pay attention to, I, and neither do my players. I trust them enough to, to know that, okay, you have your components. I'm trusting you to have your components and things like that. And they don't, and the, when I say trust, I mean they don't abuse it. They really don't abuse it. I've had in the middle of the games, I said, well, why don't you cast that? He says, well, I was out of them for the day. Okay, good, good. You're, you're, you're paying attention. You're, you're doing this, which is to me fantastic. I love players who do that. That is so nice. So tell me what kind of things that you throw out of the game that you're to Me, it's those things and weapon speed. I would like to take the guy who, probably Gary, I, I would like to just just excise that out of the book with blood, you know, take a shotgun to that section along with the psionic section. But that's another story altogether. So, if you want to talk to me about this, you can get a hold of me at oldmangrognar@gmail.com. drop me an email, or you can drop me a voicemail at Anchor. Yep, yes siree. And we are monetized now. So, as little as 99 cents a month, you can support this program, and I would thank you. Thank you, Jonathan, Oliver, and Mark for supporting my program. I really appreciate it. So, until I see you folks next time, keep the dice warm, and I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. Questions? Comments? Send them to oldmangrognard at gmail.com. We'll see you next time when Radio Grognard is on the air. Thank you.